Welcome back to another episode of Hot Off the Hip. This podcast exists to connect and inspire young professionals in West Michigan through shared stories and aspirations. Young professional is a term used to describe those in the first half of their career. My goal is to connect you more thoroughly to our vibrant young professional community through this show. I'm your host, Johannes Boot, and thank you for taking some time today to listen in. Today, I have the privilege of welcoming John Sharon to the show. John is a budding young professional currently uh, running a full suite videography company. He's got a variety of experiences in West Michigan and is really stoked about the small business, tourism, and connections. John, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks, man. I appreciate it. I love podcasts, and I'm a fan of this podcast. I listen to quite a few, but I managed to squeeze this one in, too, because it's super valuable, I find. So I'm super stoked to be on the show, and I'm uh, ready to get right into it. Awesome. Well, why don't we just start off with a little background on um, your your experiences in the Holland, Zealand area and how it's been for you growing into the young professional realm. Sure, sure. So um, I'll start off with this. I don't know if anyone else has mentioned it in the podcast, but it's it's very interesting. There was a study done, and Holland is actually America's best small city to start a business in all of America. And I think that's just crazy. And honestly, I can attest to it, man. I, I was an 18-year-old guy going out there and making and starting a business, and I, I found success myself. And usually, um, a lot of people are turned away from success. So to be able to go out there and just have all the different opportunities, because we have so many different markets out here. We have uh, obviously a huge uh, boating industry. We got a lot of tourism industry everywhere, whether it's Sogduck, Holland, Grand Haven, all those cities dotting the coastline. They all have uh, tons of businesses that are looking for uh, marketing services. They're looking, they're looking for all different services. So that's that's why uh, there's a lot of opportunities for people to come here and if they want to make a business themselves and uh, you know sell to consumers via like if that's their services or products or what I do, which is a business to business type deal. So it's great. It's it's always really interesting um, hearing how people enter the entrepreneurship track and what business attracts them. You, you, you get somebody with totally different perspectives, finding different opportunities inside of the market. Somebody maybe with an agriculture background, finding agriculture opportunities. Talk to us a little bit about your background and how that shaped your view of this area and the opportunities available to you. Sure. So um, essentially, I started off uh, back in high school. Um, you know, I, I picked up my mom and dad's little DSLR camera they had from Sam's Club. And uh, I decided one day, hey, I want to go make a movie. So, um, you know, I enlisted my brother and dad. We made Star Wars Episode 5.5 out in the woods. You know, as as about as cheesy as you can imagine. And it had it had special effects, man. Let me tell you, I sat there and I keyframed in every single little lightsaber frame. So it, it was the whole deal, yeah. And uh, it it was it was really funny just going back and looking at how horrible it was. But I mean, we we had a lot of fun. And that just started a thing where I would recruit my friends for the next one, and they'd see like, oh, I want to do that. And before you know it, every video is getting better and better, albeit most of them were extremely cheesy. But, you know, we'd keep on going and going. Um, But, you know, we reached the end of high school, and, you know, people are growing up. They're not too keen to be, oh, let's go make movies in the woods, you know. So uh, we have to, like, adapt. And uh, I wanted to stay in the video stuff, so... I signed up uh, for one film class to see, dip my toes in the water, see if I like it at GVSU. 
And so that fall, I took that film class, and I was sitting there, and I'm thinking, like, wow, I, I know a lot of this stuff already, so I'm just sitting here kind of wasting my time and money um, listening to people just tell me stuff I know. I, I know it sounds, like, kind of arrogant, but, like, it's just a matter of, you know, what's most efficient. So um, I listened to that, and then I decided um, there's a market out there, and I think a lot of people are getting onto this. Of There are those, like, giant 10-person video production teams that'll charge you $5,000 a minute and make a really nice, clean video. But there's also a market uh, for videographers, like a one-man band, um, like myself, that can just throw their camera in their backpack and like a drone and any equipment they need and do it for a fraction of the price. So that's kind of the market I'm in. And I decided to go out and just get my my camera equipment and get it all uh, upgraded. So I spent quite a bit of money getting some of the next tier stuff so I'm well equipped to go out there and uh, enter the market. So a lot of it is connection based. I mean, I'll tell you just for example, I, I literally walk into uh, Barbara Ford over in Holland and I, I had this little edit set up and I showcased it to, I think they had a marketing manager uh, lady there and uh, she was stoked about it. So she brought me back to the owner of Barbara Ford and he liked what he saw. So he's like, I need, I, I need a video. Um, here's what we'll do. We'll take a walk through the lot and you can pick two cars and uh, go film a video for us. And we want some drone work. We want some camera work. And this was when I had my $500 Sam's Club camera from my my parents were letting me use. So we're we're trying to do what we can do with that. And uh, we we walk through the lot and I grab a Mustang GT, of course, because that's awesome. And then uh, I'd like a $70,000, $75,000 pickup truck and like top of the line. So we go out there to, I think, Felt Mansion and uh we we filmed a cool video and then you know later in the later in the summer of the year i'm seeing uh like my footage on like a tv ad and i, I made this with like a 500 like sam's club camera and it's just it's just a weird feeling to see like something you made just randomly show up in a commercial i, I think i was watching monday night football actually <laughs> and then just like a local ad for barbara ford came up so and i wasn't expecting either i'm like hey that footage looks familiar <laughs> so they, they just put it in and I, I thought that was cool and then um so that that lady that I initially met there, she was actually the manager for Kirk Cousins' football camp he has here in the summer, and uh, she wanted a video done at, for Kirk at his camp, and in which I was going to film it all day, and then I had to go home and edit it all night, and then bring back a finished product the next morning so they could show the parents when they come to pick up the kids. So um, next the next summer I did that, but I I went ahead and. Upgraded all my camera equipment. I, I I think by the time I was done upgrading, I had close to $10,000 in video equipment. So I was getting up there, but I found I was in a good spot because as far as the video production stuff, it's all upfront cost for the most part. So once you get those out of the way, um, you're a service-based uh, entity where like you basically just have your little studio at home. I'm sitting right here where I edit all my videos, and you can just basically go out and be a, a sales guy for videos. and so I was set up pretty good, and just all the connections led one to another. I'd have I'd do a like a small business video, and then they one of their employees knew someone's getting married, so then I do a wedding video on the weekend there, and it, it all just kind of snowballs. And before you know it, you have a whole network of connections where people are recommending you to other people, and uh, before you know it, you're pretty busy. So it, it's really, and I think that's part of the the joy of having a business in West Michigan, because I don't know if that would be possible elsewhere. I mean, we, we have. Um, a lot of things going for us here in West Michigan. So I'm I'm glad to be a part of that.
Wow, that's a really cool story. So just for a clarity, one, um, how long have you been doing your own uh, video service now? Um, so I started basically when I graduated high school in 2018. So officially doing like a, like video businesses, it's about three years. Wow. Yeah. One thing that struck me too is uh, so many times we uh, see college as a barrier. Mm. So for example, you were saying, hey, I was sitting in a class and I already knew most of the stuff that was being taught. Perhaps it would have been nice if you could jump into a class where you didn't know anything right. on the curriculum, right? And that would have been yeah. beneficial to you. Mm -hmm. But one thing that you're like is, okay, well, instead of just wading through it and stuff, why don't I go and take this bull by the horns and start doing everything the introductory class is going to tell me to do and actually start applying it? Give me yeah. some more of your thoughts on, um, obviously, you're someone who's pursuing challenging things and growth, uh, and college can often be seen as that way, but your perspective on going and doing, spending time to learn, how do you tread that balance and how do you currently see it? Oh, absolutely. So a lot of people, they talk about the different uh, like learning styles. So some people uh, like to watch, some people like to listen, some people like to watch a demonstration. And uh, just as far as a quote to kind of sum this up, I'm, I'm not some super like uh, dude that's uh, like, I don't consider myself smart and scholarly, but there is one scholar. I know he's got some good street cred. His name is Confucius or whatever. And this is what he says. He says, I hear and I forget. I see and I remember. I do and I understand. And to me, that hits home, man. I am a doer as far as learning. So if I go out and do something, that's the best way uh, to learn for me. I consider myself like self-taught as far as video stuff. And that's just by, by doing. And, and I go out and do a lot of cold calls in business. So that's, that also comes with a lot of um, rejection. So if I, if I go into a business, I'm walking up, I'm thinking like, going to be okay to get rejected. <laughs> you probably won't ever see these people again. So just go give your best shot. And, um, you know, 20% of them are going to be paychecks when you're walking out. So you just got to go in and uh, be ready for rejection. But just going out and talking to people you don't know and strangers and making your elevator pitch to them because, you know, people are always busy. So you, you got to make it quick, got to value their time and um, make that elevator pitch. But, but just by doing that, I've learned more by just going out there and doing it than all of my business classes at uh, GVSU. And that's, that's no hate on the business class at GVSU. They're great. And they teach some great things that I wouldn't otherwise know. But as far as valuable um, like skill sets, just doing is the, the best way to, to be able to do it. So. Wow. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. So to date, what is the coolest video you have ever been part of? Um, so well, I'll just get into what I'm doing right now because it, it leads to that story. Uh, the coolest video I've been a part of is probably this e-foiling thing. I, I talked to Johannes before we started recording about what I'm doing this summer. So uh, essentially, there's this company that uh, they sell electric surfboards. They're technically called e-foils, but they're like electric surfboards, and they fly above the water. And I, it's just the wild, like most futuristic thing you can imagine. Whenever I'm out there, people are like, oh, I thought it was a James Bond movie. I don't know what's going on. This is out of the future, right? So. It, they're absolutely wild, and the, they're a riot to ride. Like, there's so much fun. But the reason I got into this is I saw a marketing internship available, and there's tons of marketing uh, students. There's uh, people at GVSU. Um, like, I'm probably graduating with thousands of marketing majors. And what, what I'd recommend to people is develop a skill set that's valuable because you have to separate yourself from the crowd. Um, 
there's going to be so many um, people graduating and going into the job market. And, you know, a lot of these people that are interviewing, they're going to, they're going to have a lot of clones. They're, they're just like, no one really has experience coming out of college. So th this goes with anything too. Like as far as like medical field, if you're going to specialize, you're probably going to double your salary. So um, my skill set is video stuff. Like we've been talking about this whole time, but that's the, literally the only reason I got this job. I think it's a marketing internship and they're interested in my uh, video skill set. So, um, so basically what I've been doing this summer is uh, making videos as part of my marketing internship uh, for them and then doing my business on the side, of course. But so I've been doing this video and um, we went out to Holland State Park and we filmed this just awesome. Like I gave it like a kind of an 80s retro vibe um, of these surfboards just flying around during a sunset. And we, we keep it under 60 seconds to just keep the um, the interest of the people watching on social media. And we put it out, but th this is just going to come back to connections. Like that's my coolest video, but um, so I'll, I'll go back to uh, a couple years ago. I was, uh, and I do this stuff for as a hobby too, just for fun. I, I, th I throw my drone up in the air in my backyard and just take some foliage of like the autumn colors because you know it's gorgeous in Michigan, of course. So I, and I, I send in like a 10 second clip. I DM it to Pure Michigan, which is a page with like. 850,000 followers or something like that and they responded the social media marketing guy responded and he's like hey can you email this to me I want to put it on my uh on the page for Pure Michigan I'm like oh yes this is me awesome I'm gonna have some a little clout there for Instagram uh he never posts it which is totally fine it's his own prerogative um but I still had his contact so come this summer I email him like hey I think this would be sweet for Pure Michigan uh let me know if you want to post it here's a link to download it here's a link to view it just make it nice and easy and simple for him. And he's like, wow, this is really cool. And uh, he decided to just post it on Pure Michigan to his 850,000 followers. And he tagged my business I work for and my video page. So Very we nice. got, yeah, yeah, it was, it was awesome. We got some clout there. And uh, he, he essentially, I, I looked it up too, because I mean, that's a, a very cool thing to have for free. And apparently like on a page of that size, that's an $8,000 ad if you were to pay someone to post that. Uh, just for free and that's literally just by having connections and you know knowing the right guy to email it to so um so that was my favorite video to make one because it was just fun to make you're out on the beach um i'm, I'm meeting people they see me with a camera this real estate um guy comes up to me hands me his card uh he's like oh i want some real estate videos done um i think the hope college soccer coach's son was like hey we want a video too <laughs> let me get your contact information it's just like you're out there in the summer and you're filming stuff, meeting super cool people, and it's just a lot of fun. So that was that was my favorite video. Very cool. What about your most dangerous video? <laughs> I know exactly which one. I'm glad I'm glad you asked that. But uh, this, <laughs> this goes back all the way to high school. Um, we were foolish kids, and you know we were big into airsoft guns back in the day, and we would always have little airsoft wars in the backyard and. Uh, as we grew out of that, they became movie props. And so we had realistic looking airsoft guns. Like I had one that was, it was a Punisher, man. It was 415 FPS and it had like real wood grain, it, like AK-47 replica. And it's an airsoft gun. It's just plastic BBs, but it looks, it looks like real. And uh, we went out to this like old abandoned dirt road in the middle of nowhere. And um, we're up on this like, it's it's in it's in between Hamilton and Saugatuck, and it's this dirt road that has a train track bridge going over it. And we're up on top of the train track. We have one dude dressed in a suit 
and a couple dudes in like bulletproof vests and like masks and like all blacked out everything and we got two black Cadillacs parked outside and we're have we're filming like a giant fight scene up on top of the train track and then we hear uh, a train coming so it's in the background as we're like punch throwing punches Whoa. and stuff and we got like tons of like guns and stuff like fake airsoft guns and um we see a car coming and they just stop and then they see uh, like three uh black clad uh equipped with guns just fighting on top of a bridge they stop for like 5 seconds put it in reverse and turn around <laughs> We didn't, we didn't really think anything of it. We probably should have, but uh, anyways, we're 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 done filming, so we we pack up and um, we we get into it. We had like two black Cadillac sedans, so I guess that looks a little suspicious in itself. And uh, we're pulling out, and we make it about ten yards down the road, and all of a sudden, a state cop comes flying around the corner, and we're like, oh no! And of course, his lights turn on. They're like, this is the end, boys. We're we're in big <laughs> trouble. And uh, he gets out and like he like goes on his radio. And he's like, "Put your hands on the steering wheel." And we're like, "Oh no, this is very bad." And uh, he gets out. He was a super nice guy, but of course he's you know very cautious because he probably got a call saying like, "Oh, there's someone kidnapping a guy in a suit," and mm-hmm. uh, and there's there's like SWAT people everywhere. And um, so he basically asks us to get out, so we all line up, and then he he goes and starts like looking through our car, and he finds like the airsoft guns, and he, he like pulls one out, and he takes the mag out, and it's like held in by a piece of scotch tape. So at this point, he knows it's just a bunch of kids being idiots out there. <laughs> <laughs> he takes his radio, and he goes like ten four secure or whatever. Like I, I think we're calling. <laughs> he's calling off his backup or something, and. Uh, yeah, he gave us a stern talking to and, like, told us never do that again and uh, sent us on our way. So we got very, very lucky, and I uh, I do not underestimate how lucky we got there, so I'm super thankful for that. But that was probably the most dangerous one. <laughs> That's when you learned to uh, register all large video displays uh, with the public authorities first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nice. Very cool. So uh, one thing I want to get back to that you had mentioned uh, was a little bit about the business side of what you're doing and that is making calls uh getting rejections coming up with a value proposition which is something you identified early on uh talk a little bit more about how you set about doing that as opposed to just keeping it as a hobby yeah yeah so essentially my whole business plan is i i print it out like a little like i don't know it probably cost me Twenty dollars for five hundred business cards. I went to Staples and I still have the same box of them. But um, I, I call them like go-getter days, where I just go out to, uh, for instance, I, I did one last week. I go down to downtown Saugatuck, a handful of business cards, walk into random places, whether it be restaurants or tourist places, ask to speak to the manager, have like a, a few minute conversation, and just um, I basically just spit out like stuff I've done before. You know, I've, I have a video featured on Pure Michigan. I've done work for Kirk Cousins, Barbara Ford, and then those are things that ring a bell with people. And like, for example, I went into the Barge um, restaurant on Saugatuck on Camelzy River there. And the guy's like, oh, we're, uh, we're redoing our website this fall. And I, I, I want to do a video for it. So I'll, I'll be in touch with you and stuff like that. You just got to be in the right place at the right time. And other people are like, oh, not interested, not interested. Some people are like, mm, check with me in a year. Next year, check in with me. So it's just stuff like that. Um, you know, as I've gone on, I've gotten a lot better at it too. It's, I mean, it's learning by doing. You go out there and you just get better every time. 
And so I, I enjoy it too, because you, you just meet all these unique people that have very different life. And I mean, the worst thing that could come out of it is, uh, you just get rejected. And a lot of times you have interesting conversations with interesting people. So do you, I, I uh, do you call it a mistake when people say, Hey, no, I'm not interested in your service. <laughs> I mean, I, I think they're making a mistake, but like, it's, th- this is the thing. Like, who knows? Like maybe they're, they're struggling in the business or whatever, and they, they don't have room for um, the, the marketing aspect of things. Cause when, when businesses are like struggling and they're trying to get through things, the last thing they want to do is they have they don't really have a lot of extra um, funds sitting around to have a marketing campaign for videos. But the, the thing is, I consider myself like very affordable as far as the video sphere because, I mean, one of my first jobs was for Hamilton Community Schools, and they went back to a, a video production studio like the ones I mentioned at the beginning of this podcast. They're like ten person, the real deal. They got fifty thousand dollar cameras, and they wanted to charge. I, I think they're better than me. Are they? thousands of dollars better than me? No. <laughs> it's just, uh, I, I hate to sound cocky, but it, it's just not. They were going to charge $5,000 a minute, which I, I think is kind of outrageous. But like, so that's why I'm fitting the, the segment where people are um, finding more affordable videographers, because I think you can do it as a one-man band. I mean, I film, fly drone, and edit all as one person, whereas, you know, they have a whole team. And I'm sure they do great work. They do great work. I've seen it. And uh, it's just a different, it's just a different, um, like market. So, yeah. yeah, that's great. You had mentioned a lot about your story revolves around connections and we're beginning to see that. But one thing I really wanted to draw out is that connections aren't always just like passed on from person to person. You do a lot of work at developing connections and creating new connections. And that seems like a really central part of, of how you've became successful and uh, started to run the business that you're running. Oh, absolutely. I mean, a lot of it is just having uh, kind of business relationships too. Like, if you like know someone and done work with them for a, like, I don't know, you're you're frequently with them, and then you don't talk to them for two years, it's hard to get back and and keep that relationship going. Like, um, for example, I had a, a middle school teacher, uh, and he was like one of my favorite teachers. He's a great guy. He's, uh, his name's Brad Fusek, um, and he went into realty. Uh, shortly after I graduated, he he probably left because I, I left. That's that's he probably missed me. He's figured I I got to get out now after I had job. But no, no, yeah, he, uh, you wish. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, I know. I, I was probably a pain in his ass a little bit. So, anyways, <laughs> he he uh he got out of there and went to realty just because he wanted to switch things up. And uh, as soon as I started doing contact um or starting to do the video business side of things, I you know I got his contact information. I gave him a call. I'm like, hey, I, I know real estate is uh big into videos and drone stuff. And um, if you ever need anything done, let me know, man. And sure enough, he uh, hit me up and I did quite a few videos uh, for him. And he got me into just real estate stuff. So he uh, let his other realtors know like that are in his circle. And so I did some uh, for some of his like coworkers and peers that are like in the real estate community in uh, West Michigan. And that just ties back to West Michigan being a great place for this because we got all this Lakeshore real estate. Um, that's uh, on the market quite a bit because a lot of people are moving into West Michigan. It's, it used to be kind of a hidden gym, but I think a lot of people are coming in here. And I, I personally like that. It's great for the economy. And um, it, I think it's really taken off and it's not going to be slowing down anytime soon. No, I agree with you totally, 100%.
it's the uh, fresh coast factor that we got going for us here. Yes, sir. And it's really yes. cool to see what, what we export to in terms of ideas and technology as well in this area um, is really awesome as well. So kudos to you for being where you're at. What do you see as uh, your vision, sort of? Are you um, planning on running this as a, as a one-man band? Are you hoping to create the template for one-man bands in West Michigan in the future? <laughs> what do you think? Um, so it would be great to... Uh to do uh, this as a, like a full-time job. As far as, uh, you know, like with everything, coronavirus kind of destroyed the economy there for a year. I'd say my best year to date was uh, 2019. is just the, the prime time. The, the summer is uh, great. And I, I did a lot of business in 2019. In 2020, um, I think like my profits were like cut down like 75%. Like it, it just got destroyed just because no one has disposable income for like marketing stuff. So uh, just trying to recover from that. I, I don't know if it's like a full-time uh, suitable thing, but you know, I'm willing to definitely pursue it full-time. I am at school at GVSU, like I said, for marketing. And I think I can really um, get into a, a place. I know like some big corporations, they have these marketing positions, but if I sell them that I have a video skill set, uh, they have in-house video production teams that they can have all their corporate videos, whether that be internal or external, have all those videos done. I think that would be a really cool place to be. I mean, we, we have great places in just West Michigan. Think about Steelcase. Steelcase is uh, in Grand Rapids, and they're, I think, pretty sure they're the number one office furniture manufacturer in the world. And then uh, Tierra Yachts right here in Holland, man, that's uh, probably one of the best yacht manufacturers in the world. And then those are some sweet uh, boats out there. So, I mean, just places like that. It'd be great to work at. And then I, I plan on doing just videos as, as a side hustle type thing for a long time, um, especially just getting into the wedding video business, I think, because that's mainly on the weekends. Um, something you can do on the side for sure. Great for you. Wow. You've shared a lot about your, uh, personally what's, uh, what your business looks like and how you've been developing that, the connections around that, some of your history. Let's talk a really pointed question here. What gets you out of bed in the morning, man? Uh, you know, to me, this is, I, I live a blessed life in the fact that I am just relatively healthy. Um, I, I had a great childhood, brought up by super great parents. And I, I just think there's a lot of people that are less fortunate than me. And, and I, I see them. And there's one video that struck me. There, there's this little girl that had a lot of health complications. And she, uh, she was definitely in a lot of pain. But she was one of the happiest people I've ever seen. And for me to be, uh, if I were to be like lazy and not going after and chasing it while she's just living her best life, being happy, I, I think that's something that would just be a waste for me to do is just to just not go out there and live life like how she does and just go out there and uh, tackle everything head on. So, I mean, that gets me up because I feel like if I'm being lazy, if I'm, if I'm not getting out of bed in the morning, man, I'm, I'm just kind of wasting my opportunity. So it's all about capitalizing on that opportunity and the blessed life that I have. And uh, when you look back at your life, how, how do you hope to see it? What, what are the uh, quantitative or qualitative measurements that you're saying a, a life well-lived would, would look like this? I mean, the easy answer is money. And I think that's what a lot of people go to because, uh, you know, I, I do agree that, you know, money can buy happiness. I mean, we're talking about Tierra Yachts. I mean, those are expensive. But I, I don't think it really comes down to that. Uh, for me, it's just being, being able to uh do stuff that i like i mean I, I, we talked about this video business this entire time like it, it's not just a job man i have a lot of fun doing it um i, I call it a passion you know it's 
so just going out there and living life to the fullest is, is just kind of how what I would like to get out of life. I don't need to be some millionaire, um, but I, I just want to like live every day. So you had mentioned in the preliminary question set here that one of your favorite quotes is "Anything less than the best is a felony." <laughs> uh, vanilla Ice, yes, and I would love you to speak into that a little bit with what your what your a well-lived life looks like and and some of the things that are motivating you yeah so you know i i wrote that down kind of tongue-in-cheek like yeah yeah vanilla ice he's great he's a one-hit wonder but uh i i really like that line from ice ice baby it's just anything less than the best is a felony and what it really means to me is just uh kind of what i i just said before this is just you getting out and you, you do your best you can you can uh i i try to innovate and um, just improve on my video style, whether that be editing, whether that be um, getting some new equipment to make my videos better, but just trying to be the best. I don't think I'm the best. I've definitely seen a lot of people that are just ridiculously talented. There's just so many good people. I consider myself good, and I want to get better, um, but there's a lot of people out there that um, you know are getting into the video business, so you just got to be motivated by a little vanilla ice here and there. Love it. As far as talking to our listeners at all, sharing some wisdom, some thoughts, some ideas, give us a little bit, uh, or is there anything that you'd like to share with us? I mean, just as far as, uh, it's just straightforward to listeners, man. And you hear all the time, I don't know if people really think about it, but there's a slogan uh, from Nike, it's called, just do it. And uh, people, it's three words, pretty simple. It's just go out there and do it. Um, some people just take that at you know, face value and don't really think about it. But if you go out there and do it before you know it, you're getting better and better every single time. And what, just think, what's the worst thing that can happen? A little bit of rejection? Once, you, once you're able to swallow rejection, I think you can uh, improve and find success pretty well. Awesome. Yeah, I agree with you there. Just do it right. And so many times we come up with so many different excuses and, um, and reasons. One, one phrase that's been in my life recently that I've been held accountable to is just to execute without excuses. Um, and so make it happen. I like that. So John, if somebody wanted to get in contact with you, follow up with you, ask you more, drill down on some of the, some of the points that you brought up, making connections, any of that stuff, where would they reach you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram. I'll spell it out for you. It's at J-O-N-D-H-A-R-R-O-N dot V. And then um, I have a business page on Facebook, and that's Pine Acres Media. Awesome. And that, folks, that's a wrap for this episode of Hot Off the Hip. Thank you, John, for coming in and sharing your story, some of your ideas, your thoughts, your success in this area, and your view of the community as well. And thank you for turning into this uh, episode of Hot Off the Hip. Make sure to check out our events page at www.vhip.org for the current offering of community and development events. I think currently we have a golf outing posted coming up and some networking events as well. And also take a moment to go through the show notes that we're going to leave and connect with our guests or leave a voice message with your thoughts on this episode. Today's show was a blast to put together. I look forward to doing this again on the next episode of Hot Off the Hip.